0: To right you, for you, move you're, not. you totally Baby, you're not here to, talk to you. you just need to Very cool. Oh, be yeah. Fuck what you say, <laughs> hey, That makes me. A- that one fun.
1: Most guys don't get it. They don't get the game. They don't play the game. And instead of just um, doing the little bit of work to know what you and I know, like on this one topic, they would rather make an excuse for not knowing the work. You know, You know,
0: stay masculine
1: and always make that person who
0: are not going to work in my life. You give up the energy good game. That's why my moves are
1: always make, getting better than last day. We're making moves to begin, my
0: time, man. <laughs> but hey,
2: hold on. Amen, hey, hey, finish, amen. We're finishing up this last little conversation. I'm trying to tell my girl that she's normal.
1: Did you say normal? Yeah. Normal
2: for a
1: woman. Normal for a woman. Absolutely. Absolutely. I haven't met an abnormal one. Or not one that I would talk to anyway. Yeah. (laughs) You good, brother. You good. I'm enjoying this moment.
0: I'm always extra relaxed at the end of the year. I don't know if that's a good thing or not.
2: Man, man, man! I'm back, man. I'm about to, I'm about to uh, walk outside. You um, know, you know what I'm saying. We about to get it, get it.
0: Cool.
1: So this is our last episode of the year, if I have my dates correct. So it's December, you listening in are enjoying the holiday season, whether you celebrate or you don't celebrate, you're just enjoying things coming to an end, being able to reflect. So I've one of the reasons why I'm so relaxed during December is because all I do is look back. I'll go through my phone, I'll read my old text messages from the past year and see how I've... Change shifted, and in some cases, rarely though, stayed the same since January. And what else? I just go through emails, do the same thing, go through different Telegram, Twitter conversations, look in the DMs, all my inboxes, right, right, to reflect. And it's just a good time. I love reflection. I love reflection. In fact, I start my new year in September. And and so I've already been doing this for the past few months, but December is when everyone else is doing it, so you get to ride that wave as well. So yeah. it's just nice.
0: You hey,
2: man. I wanted to do a couple of end-of-the-year podcasts, like you know, my shit is always, what have you learned this year? What have you learned? Cool. You know, stuff like that. Where are you going? Did you learn anything? You know? oh, I like that. If you don't learn anything, you're gonna be repeating the same shit.
1: That's that's the way it is. And you, know. and you know what? Most people are like that. I can't relate, but we have to admit that there's a large part of the population where they do stay the same. They're consistent at just being the same person. So whether it's five years, five months, ten years, hey. they're still the same person doing the same things. I can't I can't do it. I can't do it. Every five weeks, I'm a different person, let alone five months. Bro, you know you
2: know me. I got a damn real estate license in Georgia and Florida. You know, I did that this year. Got a damn CDL. Uh, you know, I'm still doing education. Exactly. My podcast, like, well, I can't do this. Like, my my life already is monotonous enough at home. But when I step out to this world, I try new shit.
1: Exactly, exactly. I,
2: I try new shit. I try, I try my best to get my money all the ways I need to get it.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm doing now is, is having those conversations. It's like, all right, where am I with my health? How can I improve it? Where am I with my money? How can I improve that? And, and I'm starting these conversations with the experts. So it's not like me just introspective, reflected, and writing down things. It's I got to get out of my own head and talk with people that do it better than me and and be make them my friend because at the end of the day this is a journey so i want to make sure that the people on my team are better at me at something so i'm growing through them yes um i
2: always like to surround myself with people that are better than me Whew. in certain areas richer than me all of that <laughs> certain certain things, you know got more connect- like it's always about how we're growing and uh i did want to start bringing some some people on the show so maybe next year yeah
1: Yeah. well actually we should talk about that then for a minute i know we you had some things that you want to talk about but maybe it's so instead of reflecting what you were just talking about what are your big ideas for the show in
2: 2023 My, my ideas is um I don't want it to sound crazy, but I want to get more uh get people on here who get men on here who just know their purpose in life, know what the fuck mm-hmm. they're doing, and they love doing it, and they're good at it. You know what I'm saying? I do. You like um, know, you know me in my field, I could get some coaches on here, probably a um, college player or NFL player too. Also, Ooh, okay also um you know get get guys in our demographic and talk about guys shit you know what i'm
1: saying
2: yes the shit that make us get up and move in the morning um probably be more we don't do this enough me and you have a lot of um experiences with uh being healthy being you know what i'm saying with health With you know being healthy, unhealthy, getting our um, bodies right, or in order to fight certain battles, there's certain battles that your body fought that my body never fought. You know what I'm saying? It's certain battles my body fought that you know. So we need to start sharing information, um, sharing information that can help save lives. So that's always gonna be my big part on the podcast, like making everybody life better. If you talk, if we have a conversation, they should be walking away from us like, I learned some shit, some new shit. Maybe this shit helped me better my life.
0: Yeah,
2: and I, you know what I, mean? I, and I try agree. to read that shit from you. Like even I tell, I tell, I tell my girl, I'm like, man. I like the way he he don't take certain shit seriously. I don't know how the fuck he got to that point. <laughs> but I know it was a life or death situation.
0: Mm, and that's
2: what I'm starting to realize sometimes you got to look at it like the bare minimum. Hey, I got my health. If I'm up here mad at you or yelling, I can always say, hold up, I got energy to do this. Somebody somewhere wish they had half the energy and they wouldn't, you know, you wouldn't waste it on medium stuff Whew. damn you just wouldn't you just wouldn't waste your your life um your journey through this life right here you wouldn't waste it on bullshit <laughs> so no
1: thank you for that and it, it's one of those things that i've heard people say that before about me and even about other people is one of those things where i don't consciously think about it that way but it really does play out that way Yeah, it's just funny. But I mean, at the the end of the day, yeah, I love that idea for the show where it's like, it's more of what we're already doing, inviting other people. Because the biggest thing that surprised me about our show is that I thought we were going to come in, talk our shit, which we do. But it's been more, it's like this nice back and forth. Like one episode, it'll be all you. The next episode, it'll be all me. And I find myself learning more than I thought I was actually going to learn. Like LeBron and Wade. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was just going to sure be I'm us not. being the big shots, telling everyone what to do. Like, we know everything. And not to say that in an arrogant way, I, I meant to be helpful, but it was at the same time, like, we are doing that. And the reason I love this show is because I'm the host with you as a host, and I'm still learning from the show, even though I'm creating the show. So it's like that I think that's the way that I love everything in my life usually conforms that way. And, and I love that, that I'm always learning that I'm always doing this great work. And if I can share that with other people that are listening, especially with you doing this with me, I, I just want to continue doing episodes like that where everybody learns, nobody calls home the same person. Oh. And that's what we
2: need right there. And I get, I learn a lot from people just sharing their perspective. Even, even if it's incredibly stupid, <laughs> yep. it's, it's still some, some gems in there if you really take away from it. <laughs> it's kind of like, and you know, it kind of exercise what I call all uh, that, that debate stuff where they give you, where, you know, where they make you argue against your, um, against your, you know, play devil's advocate yeah yeah it's a good technique i love doing that i learned a lot from that and i learned that some people don't think shit all the way through and then sometimes i learned that damn i didn't think this shit all the way through you know what i'm saying
1: absolutely one of the reasons why i say things out loud i mean usually it's well thought out and i've I've played around i've had a conversation about it but when it comes to being in public especially with social media so like facebook twitter the reason i say certain things is not because i think i'm right It's because I want to see how people respond so I can learn through the conversation. So if I say something that I think is smart and then people are telling me that it's stupid, now a conversation has started. So I'm going to see, well, is this actually stupid? Can I defend what I said? Or is there something that I have an opportunity to learn about? Uh, But that's what it is. It's about taking that risk, I guess. I don't even think of it as a risk, but I I guess some people would consider it that you got to do it. That's
2: how you learn. Right. So I I, I actually um, understand a lot, man. And the more I've been going through this life, tapping in this black, uh, this little black box of this weapon here that we have, a weapon, I call it a weapons of mass destruction or distraction. Ooh, like either like with this weapon of mass distraction um mm-hmm. i tend to have been i don't know I think I'm getting wiser, man, I shut the fuck up and analyze a lot of shit now, and um lately people been telling me my claim to fame is kind of weird when we talk about ladies my claim to fame fame with all the ladies is um I'm hard to read. Oh, cool. People tell me I'm hard to read all the time. They, they don't know if I'm in a good mood, bad mood. They just don't know. And it's really, I'm trying, I'm starting to figure out that um, when you stop and analyze people, mm-hmm. um, you're going to be hard to read. Yep. And I'm going to give y'all a little. Uh, a little backstory. I'm gonna talk about my girl when we first started talking and she basically was upset with me I forgot what she said but she said some shit that I was like yes my energy is perfect mm. that's the alpha energy I need she was like you just come in here I think it was on either clubhouse or spaces you just come in there and you you just sit there and it's like you're judging everybody from your throne
0: <laughs> oh,
2: and it's crazy because i'm like i'm analyzing everybody she's she just said i'm judging everybody you know what? and everybody's just performing for you and i'm sick of it you know yo
1: it's funny it's funny to hear from their point of view it's funny to hear from their point of view because i would never think that that's what they think of us and then they tell you and you're like whoa that's how you feel basically
2: you think you're all that. You think you're all that.
1: Yeah, especially when they get mad at you and then they start telling you what they think that you're thinking and you're like, Well, that's not what I'm thinking. But it's interesting that you think that I'm thinking that. Yeah, yeah. Man, I can't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like people reveal a lot about themselves and it's just, it's interesting. It's just interesting. I, I, it's just it's interesting. Up,
2: and when they have something made up in their mind about you, That you think you're all that, you think you're they—they—they're actually just seeing you as that. I so so you do see me as a king. You know, you do see me sitting on the throne,
0: Mm -hmm.
2: Mm -hmm. everyone.
1: (laughs) That's my favorite one. Is uh, you think you're better than everyone else, and it's like, well, actually, I don't. But you think I'm better than you.
2: don't think i'm better than everybody else but i'm trying to be better than everybody else the only way i'm gonna do that is to see what everybody else is doing real
1: quick Ooh, there's that part of it too don't get me wrong yeah i do know that i'm not you and i are both not like the average person so there is that that quality to it but at the end of the day when right. i'm actually walking through conversations i don't think oh i'm better than this person they should shut the fuck up and listen to me i'm actually in conversation i gotta meet them where they're at i gotta understand who they are before i make an assumption yes
2: I'm guess what at the end of the day if you're acting too fucking out of your mind I'm like oh this is entertainment for today at the very um, least at the very least, <laughs> the very least <laughs> I know not to take what the fuck come out your mouth seriously and um De-da-de-da. I love that about what we got going on here uh, I'm excited I've been actually doing my my own podcast as well cool
1: Glad
2: to hear it. Um, for some odd reason I still have a I have one to actually upload and publish. It's in the library right now.
1: Okay.
2: Yeah, so I gotta upload that bad boy. And um it was Alpha Male of the Year.
1: Hey, there you go. You had that same conversation.
2: Yeah, I had just my little take on the whole my my alpha person of the year. alpha person of the year. I didn't do the beta person of the year yet. Um it's so fucked up though because like we talked about um you guys talked about Derrick Jackson and one of your um brotherhood wins. Oh, yeah, that was another brother. Yep. And, and it's, it's like you you guys talked this motherfucker back up. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it funny <laughs> how that happened? With a hot chick in Miami, you know, some alpha shit. Mm -hmm. And he got a, um, a wife and kids at home. And I guess the wife was basically fussing at everybody online, you know, scorning everybody. And simultaneously, like he basically said, we're getting a divorce. We don't know if they know she knew about it or didn't know about it. It just,
1: Oh, he initiated. Is that what you're saying? He initiated. That's confirmed?
2: I don't know what he did. I didn't look into it. I just thought it was hilarious because this is the guy that all the women used to throw. Like I told you before, I don't think I ever told you. Like, man, I virtually hated that guy, man, because uh, my ex-wife used to send me all his videos.
1: Yeah, you tell stories, exactly. And and I oh, the only thing I know about him was the controversy. What was it, last year or this year? Where The controversy where he
2: used to be like, shame on men for cheating, and you shouldn't cheat, and da-da-da-da, leave that man if that man ain't doing you right, blah-blah-blah. And he wrote books, he made a million
1: fucking dollars. Really, it was just his autobiography. Like, I'm the man that cheats, so let me write a book about it.
0: (laughs) Oh! And then
2: he gets caught cheating, and it's like, yes, we told y'all this motherfucker was a liar. (sighs) The signs were there. Women don't, I, I, women really don't give a fuck. <laughs> they just exactly. like, as long as you could make it sound good and look real. Uh, but in either way, he did um, announce a divorce. He's divorcing his wife and all that. That picture of him and that other chick was floating around. And he was like, yeah, we're going through a divorce. So I think that was all over. I don't know if it's a cover up or not, no telling with this guy but we know he's lying. Right? So um I don't okay. I don't get why people are taking pictures or he got caught in Miami I, if you're going to cheat um you know you're a famous guy who's known for not allegedly not cheating if you're going to cheat I think you should take that shit out of the country.
1: And I know that in 2023 we're going to be talking more about that. Not just Jerry, Jackson, but there are a lot of these. Uh, let's call them influencers. Yeah, man. That's the term I think they like to call themselves. There are a lot of influencers that Influence. don't do what they tell I, uh, you that they're that they're influencing you on doing. Yeah, it's
2: um, it's a hor- it's a horrible thing because that's w- and this is what happens when you don't f- pursue your purpose for real. Um, Ooh, very true. You could still influence others and become a big hit, but they're gonna eventually see you contradict yourself and that's not good. And um I also saw that with the whole fiasco with um I think the rap the young thug and um another guy, these guys in Atlanta that fighting a Rico case, and he basically dry snitched,
1: right? Wait,
2: what does that mean, Dry snitch? I mean, it's kind of like where you I don't know. Is that- I didn't do it. It's only it's two guys. It's only, only two possibilities. But you're like, I didn't do it. Ah, oh, shit. It's two, both of us are in the car. One of us shot somebody and you're just like,
1: I didn't do it. Damn, that's a tough situation. I never thought about it that way.
2: Yeah, yeah. So he basically dry snitched. Was called called the group or organization he was in a gang. Fuck. <laughs> 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 that's no one thing in the Rico case. The Rico case is so simple because it's just words, but words mean things. So as soon as you put gang in it. And you're connected to all this this criminal shit. Now you're an organized crime. Now you, you you know, you're looking at 15 years. Um, So it just depends on how they do it. But even, even then, you know, these guys come on here, rap about being so real and tough and not bending for the law. And all they do is bend. For the whole world for the whole world to see, and I never wanted to be that type of guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I don't want to go out talking about knocking motherfuckers out, and I'm the one getting knocked out. You get what I'm saying?
1: Oh, yeah, in that sense, none of us do. Yeah, yeah. I only talk about things that I know that way. If I get the toughest yeah, like, heat for it, I don't, talk, I can stand I
2: don't talk about, um, you know, being super faithful to women. And I know that my faithfulness lies in something totally different. You know what I'm saying? My loyalty lies, my loyalty, my my perspectives on loyalty are totally different than the norm. So I try to tell guys that um my father always said, practice what you preach. And um the key word is practice. So you're practicing what you preach. Mm-hmm. I like to say, be what you preach. So whatever I talk about, That's I will talk about more. I will talk about, I will have more Um, what I call uh conversations about a million dollars once I get a million dollars. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. The things that I talk about. With, Why the fuck am I having a conversation about a million dollars? I talk about football because I played football. I know football, right? I talk about basketball. You're never going to hear me have a conversation about soccer on this.
1: Never. No badminton, no volleyball, none of that. Wait, wait, wait.
2: Volleyball. I did coach volleyball. Um,
1: <laughs>
2: very fun. You get the principle. Sport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean. Used to enjoy watching women's volleyball in college. Oh, my God. You ever no, went to a women's volleyball game in college?
1: Say what? You ever went to a, a college volleyball game? Yeah, probably all the games that I've seen because I never went in high school. Um, Women's volleyball, beach or indoor, and uh, women's softball are two sports that you would think would be boring but are actually impressive. More impressive – well, actually, beach volleyball – or what do you call it? Women's volleyball is not more impressive than men's volleyball. However, it's impressive in, in its own right. But softball is more exciting to watch than baseball. yeah but i'm with you i'm with
0: you
2: yeah i like man especially beach volleyball if you get if you see women but women
0: And live your idea.
1: University. Let's go back to the <laughs> Great bodies great personalities great people you can date them the lesbians are usually in soccer but beach volleyball <laughs> it awesome. just is beach what it is no. they're good
2: beach volleyball is usually uh sevens and higher seven and high <laughs> sevens and <laughs> oh you know, the, for the body
1: at the very least yep yep, yep. it's kind of like women on uh, women's track when they do the sprinters i almost um, forgot that you did beach volleyball as a coach though when was that when was the last time you, you coached uh, the season? Two, it was two years ago. Um, okay, yeah. So it's middle
2: school okay. boys volleyball and middle school girls volleyball. And then um, I actually learned how the game of volleyball is played because I used to watch the girls volleyball team at Florida Atlantic University.
0: Yeah.
2: And I was dating a volleyball player. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> oh, very. Uh, It was very fun. So. I always knew how to play. It's a fun sport. You fuck around and you like, you know what? I'm gonna hit this ball around. And then you actually going hard. Next thing you know, you you done burn a thousand calories. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good it's a good little sport. Um, so with that being said, it's just things that I wouldn't. I don't know why we went on the ball challenge, but we could definitely talk about. Women. If I going to watch a woman's sport, it's not gonna
1: be women's basketball. I'm just, <laughs> man. I don't get it. Yeah, that feels more like Harlem Globetrotters, but it's, it's still boring. Like it's just, I, I don't get it. It's just boring. I don't get it. Yeah. Um. With that
2: being said, that? I do think whatever we talk about, we have experience in. So I do want yeah, to. I do want to go back to. Maybe you might not have that much experience. I don't know if you ever taught kids
1: or anything like that. Oh, you know I have. You the our lives are very similar and it's funny because we're we're almost opposites but we're so similar at the same time. Man, listen. <laughs> exactly. So I
2: do a lot of I'm a teacher, so basically I'm a parent too. So when I talk when I have these conversations with people, we 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 definitely need to have um some information about being fathers. Next year
0: Mm-hmm.
2: you know that's, that's what bring some dads on probably try to get my dad on
1: maybe that should be a rule like you can't be on the show unless you're a father Nah, not necessarily but i mean but, but i love that i love that you know that's one of my favorite subjects it is a shame Father's that only. we don't get to talk about our dads as much as we i mean it's not that we don't get to but it, it's not a public I, conversation
2: I, I, I gave my dad a, a random i love you text man I'm like man i love you man appreciate you. Exactly. You, know, you got to do that.
1: And, and even I,
2: though I didn't uh, listen to you half of the time, the time. You,
0: didn't
1: listen to. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I mean, the reason for this show is to celebrate the lessons that my dad taught me, as well as to give my children, regardless of what happens, whether I'm here for another 80 years or if I'm gone in 80 days, I want my children to have something that they can point at and be like, all right, this was my dad. Because how many of us, well, maybe not you and I, but they're actually, you know what? I can even say with well, my own dad, even though I have my dad, I don't have anything. archived. I have photos, but I don't have any video. I don't have any audio. I don't have him speaking. I got to get more of that now that I say my that, dad huh?
2: is a pastor My dad is a pastor and he goes live on Facebook. Oh, look at you. So I got plenty of footage of him.
1: Stealing my shit, <laughs> yo, yo! Please save it, please save it, because you're gonna want that, and your children are gonna want that, and your great grandchildren, all that.
2: Man, I want that because when my grandfather passed away, boy, I swear I, I pay, I pay, a, I pay some good money to hear his voice one more time. You know, exactly. So, and I ain't gonna lie, I don't, I'm the, I don't think I'm an emotional guy, but when that, when I go to talk about my grandfather or Anything like that, I do get choked up because I am like, God, I knew, for if I knew anything, I knew that motherfucker wanted me to be the king of the world. And when somebody who wants you, who wants to see you on top, leaves this earth, that's one less person that you have on this earth. Yeah, that really gave a fuck about you, and exactly, and exactly. at that point, it hurts. You know what I'm saying? So yeah,
1: and 99 percent of those folks, they're gone forever. All they, all we have is memories. Your memories are your own. You can't just pass your memories down. Only the the stories. So I'm, a, yeah, I'm a, yeah. I don't know if I ever told the, you the, this.
2: The would've took, would've took, I know for a fact he would have gave his life without thinking twice about it. <laughs> mm. Mm. You know what I'm saying? For me, so. Yeah. And um, it was tough for all my all my daughters and stuff like that at the time. So I didn't tell. I don't really go too too personal, but I I definitely battled it. Um, in twenty that in that end stretch of twenty twenty one, because I seen yeah. my daughter go through some shit that I ain't go through. She lost her grandfather
0: mm.
2: and her great grandfather. Mm. So her mom's dad passed, and then my grandfather, which her great grandfather passed, back to back days.
1: Oh, whoa, oh.
2: yeah. So it was tough being a parent then because I didn't know she want to go to school for about a whole month. So, and she's a smart girl, and you know the friend, the school loves her, but um, it was tough.
1: No, absolutely.
2: Well my condolences. That is that's a tough one. Yeah, my but we, we got through it. We got through it. Um I get to see my daughter soon. She she's supposed to fly up here, see me um hang out for Christmas. I got her this Christmas. She's twelve. So she's sending me pictures of uh, Jordans and shit. And um mm-hmm. she's getting more and more expensive.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah.
2: But I do look forward because all we do is crack jokes and crack on each other. It's it's a great it's a great um it's a great um relationship I have with her.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And she listens very well. I could if I and that's another thing, man. If you guys got kids or got daughters, I'm t- I always tell a woman I said I got three daughters
0: mm-hmm.
2: that's gonna love me no matter what. <laughs> so if you don't love me. I know they will, and that's all that matters. <laughs> right? You know, so I do think we have to talk. I, I think we do have to share and talk about our families a little bit more. Yeah, and talk about how we can get, we can get better. Because cause I'm not going to lie. It's going to be hard as hell to parent. Here or not for the rest of our life. It's going to be hard. They got the oh, internet. These kids act crazy. I'm out of high school. They acting crazy. They acting out. I mean, kids always act out, but it's just on a different level now.
1: Exactly, exactly. And and it's new territory. It's new territory for all of us, including the old heads. So it's one of those things where it's like we got to have the conversations out loud so that way everyone knows what each other is doing, what's working, what's not working in real time. Because that's how crazy this is. Everything I'm thinking about 2022 alone. There are so many industries where the things that we were talking about in January are no longer re- relevant because recovered. the game changed in that category. And that's what, what parenting. We still not talking.
2: Up. Man, you no, still not pushing. Like we still recovering from 2020.
1: People, yeah, And we haven't talked about that yet on any level.
2: Yeah. Nobody really haven't talked about what the fuck transpired. We and I
1: say that as someone who benefited from 2020. And I,
2: st- and I know I how it negatively
1: affected me, and it's still affecting me to this day.
2: I benefited from 2020. Yeah. I started this, I started doing the podcast, content creation, 2019, Alpha mm-hmm. 2020, I was through the fucking roof. Good. I was home. All I had was fucking time. I made like 200 podcasts.
1: 2020 yeah. That's how I met you. I was impressed. I was like, yeah. I actually thought you were way out of my league. So I almost hesitated to reach out to you because I'm just like, I just want to listen and learn. I- I'm not going to hop in his DMs. I'm just going to listen and learn from afar. And and because you did so much work so fast that yeah. I'm like, oh, this guy has a whole team behind
2: him. It was splitting me up. It was, it was just over fucking women. I had to step back from it. I was getting a check here. I couldn't really just set it up because I didn't know it was gonna catch fire that and I'm just like I really should've did YouTube. Like I talk about that all the time. I said I really should have did YouTube. I really should have monetized Facebook. I really should have pushed all of that shit.
1: But And we're gonna do it in twenty twenty three now we well,
2: don't worry about it. We're gonna we're gonna get back to it. But I like where I'm at right now. Indeed. Um I do like to shout out to the red pill wave. We're gonna talk about that red pill wave. We still I think that's, that was another one that took off in 2020. And we're still dealing with this. We ain't going to see the effects of this red pill shit until, uh, I think, about two, three more years.
1: That's a little good point. I think, the, I think 2023 is going to be a proving ground. We're going to really see people separate as the true leaders that are actually thinking about the future and guiding them. And then everyone else that was just saying things because they read it in a book.
2: Yeah. Like uh J. Cole said, uh some niggas make mil millions, some niggas make memes. And um <laughs> I'm not I like
1: that. People. I gotta find that one.
2: Oh yeah, I seen him yeah, I like J. Cole, man.
1: Uh I seen you his uh I seen those that song. Cool. It's hit or miss. But I like them I like the mixtape days. That's all. I'm very fond yeah. of those days. What
2: was it? Friday Night Lights? What was it? It was a football John. Friday Night Lights. I was in college. Yeah, boy.
1: exactly. It hit at the right that, time.
2: That? Look, it was J. Cole, Lil Wayne, and Young Jeezy. It was on my damn playlist. Forever. Oh, oh, cool. Forever. Like from 2000, Rick Ross to Rick Ross, John Legend. I had a fire-ass playlist, but from 2008 to about 2012, that, that shit was really... Man. That shit was really um.
1: And look at all of them all, now. I'm fifteen I'm about, years later.
2: I'm about to actually buy um some tickets to Young Jeezy. He's actually performing his uh first album, Thug Motivation.
1: Okay, cool. See, that's all new to with me. I've never orchestra- listened to Jeezy with a fucking orchestra. Oh, okay, that's new. So I don't know enough about about his work in general. So like that, that, that I just gotta is send pics, send videos. Some media. Right.
2: Um, I'm gonna send I'm gonna send uh, Thought motivation one on one to you, but with an orchestra, bro, mm-hmm. that shit gonna sound crazy. I'm going, and then on top of that, it's kind of different because um, uh, I look I looked at the information for the concert. You actually, it's a formal event. It's not even a regular concert. Oh yeah. What rapper you know wants you to fucking dress up? <laughs>
1: to go to a fucking concert, bro. So is it a stadium? What's the setup? I think the
2: setup is a bas- basketball like arena. So
1: it's an arena, formal event at an arena. Okay. Okay. Let me see. Um I thought it was going to be something more intimate where it's like only 10,000 seats, $500 each or whatever. But he's just making it for the public, but he's like, "Hey, we're going to have some standards tonight because I'm a Elevate
2: you with what I'm putting out. Okay, um, it's the Symphony Hall, yeah, man, and that's something I ain't never been to. I I do want to dress up and go to a rap concert just to see what that shit feel like.
1: I I really like that. I mean, you said formal. I mean, you probably were gonna dress up anyway, but formal means suit and tie. Formal might even mean tux. Yeah, black. It's a black
2: tie event, bro. Yeah, exactly. You see, I've never seen. I would have never thought of the day. Where a rapper did the um, black tie? I can't think of one.
1: I remember when why left. He, you know what? It's
2: actually him. at a it's actually at a Symphony Hall, and them tickets are fucking sold out. And they were starting at seventeen hundred dollars.
1: Oh, so that is that's the price he listed, not the the resale. No, no,
2: these look like resale. If I'm not
1: mistaken. Okay, yeah, yeah. But hey, listen, I'm. I like I said, I listened to this man. I don't really know anything about him, but what you're telling me is you're interesting.
0: Like you're,
2: a New York, you're, a New, you're a New York dude. The only cat that I liked a lot from New York, besides 50 Cent, probably
1: was Jada Kiss. You see, and, and I never but listened to Jada Kiss, but 50 Cent, absolutely. And he's still going. I think yeah. that he did that last yeah, album.
2: We got to talk about hip hop a little bit more, too. I got to put you on. I got to put you on uh, the Dirty South, the real Dirty South. Not this new shit. I don't know what the fuck this is.
1: No, everything I know about Dirty South, I learned from Andre. I learned from T.I. Ludacris. Okay. And I don't even know if that's considered the Dirty South. But those are the names that pop up. Yeah. Is Pity Pablo, is North Carolina considered the South? Okay. Yep. So we got that. Everything under Virginia. Yeah, outcasts blew the world. Like, that was, especially as a New Yorker, we didn't know the South existed. And then we heard outcasts, and we're like, okay, we see you.
2: Oh, my, oh shit. Somebody in here, they they left a comment. Hold oh, on, let me see what he said. Oh, that's always he nice. There's something over here in Amsterdam. is really dope, and it crosses so many boundaries. Oh, okay, the orchestra thing. See, I wouldn't know. I've never been to Amsterdam. I would want to go, though.
1: Well, I mean, with, a, with an orchestra or at the very least a band, you get the, it's everything from the album, but you get that that uh, live music experience. So it's not just a DJ playing a track. Yeah. So that can be special. I remember yeah. when Wyclef did it about 20 years ago, but that's, it wasn't necessarily hip hop, but it was like, yeah, you can say hip hop orchestra. So he composed some stuff and it was an elevated experience. It was like going to the ballet or whatever. And and that was the last time I know. But at the same time, I'm not always paying attention to stuff. So it's probably happened a lot of times since. Yeah. Well, look at that. Thank you, Juan. So, yeah, for those of you who want to be part of the show, that's another thing we're definitely going to do more of is we're not the best at promoting. We just wanted to get this out to you, but we're recording on Spotify Live. For a limited time only, because I know we're gonna move on to YouTube and do things and live
2: YouTube, with video. Uh, you know, that's what I want for me. my birthday, January third. I want to do something like a birthday special.
0: January third, yeah. okay.
2: Yeah, we can get it's set not, up by but... somewhere in January. Just so I want to always just set up the all my my people in live camera, maybe a A roll, B roll camera, and do a, a do a podcast because I know we'll have plenty of fucking it would go viral. Put it like that.
1: Cool, cool. So I don't know about January 3rd specifically, but I'm gonna aim for that. No, we got, we got, I got plenty of places
2: in Atlanta right now that I could just
1: exactly
2: and rent out and we could and I got a cameraman who's ready to go and we could actually um shoot at a couple venues. Um my cousin, he has an elaborate man cave here in um Georgia. Mm. Like you know, the man cave that you see on, online, where with a bar, with a bar, and like little arc, vintage arcade games and a DJ booth.
1: Oh, he went all out. I see. He yeah. went all, so I was like, "Yo, it would be
2: great for for me to do a podcast here." Indeed. He was like, "Man, anytime you want to come." And it's beautiful. Actually, I'll see some pictures later. Um, cool. cool, cool. I do have a Christmas party to go to tonight, so.
1: Okay.
2: Okay, I, I don't know who this guy is, but he said uh, it's a dope show. I'll follow one. Yeah. But hey. yeah, man, I, I'm like, I did my, I just seen my reach go all across the globe. So it's like perfect. I didn't have cats reach out to me from africa you know what i'm saying switzerland mm.
1: all that exactly that's in places
2: where i not even know black people was bro <laughs> i <ain't> know black
1: <laughs> people. Was. Ain't oh know. we're everywhere we're everywhere, we what's, everywhere. It, what's interesting is that this show i got to show you the analytics um but yeah i'm gonna send you the the analytics people in saratoga and you know I where am. i am maybe I shouldn't have said that out loud but it is what it is but uh so where I Mm -hmm. am people are watching the show more than uh, a lot of other locations which was surprising because this show has put me on a new level in my own hometown so I was already making my moves I've, I've, I've shared about how like I navigate things but now people are learning a new side of me that they didn't know even existed
2: yes man even at my school Oh, when you're doing another FML podcast, the ladies and all that and they they like- they like the show, and i'm kinda I'm kinda glad that um I got that experience um I'm just trying to keep mm. that fire burning, and when I say keep the fire burning, I mean just keep just staying consistent so
1: yeah, and uh, you know what I think that's I don't know how much time you got, yeah. but that was the challenge you out- this year for me. And that's in the solution to that, and it's on both of our ends, because I'm, I'm trying to put out my podcast, and I realize this is just way too much to do all at once. Everything is ready to go, but I need the team. And so I have the team with my one business, but I didn't apply it to my podcast. And so now we both need to get a team. And so in 2023, I know for a fact, we're going to recruit whether it's an internship it's going to be paid no matter what or a full-time job but it's one of those things where we need help with this show and we need the right people that care about the, the, the content that we're putting out and that have an expertise with video editing all that so that way we can make this show better than ever and at the same time take some burden off of you and me so we can just show up and be good
2: yeah and the same thing um i could see us being big man like the dream Champs podcast yeah you know some some move where i want i still want you know control over you know the creative control over things like i told you before i had a little i had a little opportunity with uh revolt tv and it was just if i took that route i don't think my my um I don't think alpha Ecology podcast would have survived
1: mm. if
2: i took that contract
1: you definitely wouldn't have been able to build it at the same uh what do you call it pace that you did exactly so with that being said man
2: a lot of stuff i want to talk more about family just being men how to keep it together fighting a good fight indeed
0: indeed indeed
2: a, 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 a winnable fight too, and um, keep it at that. Um, as far as politics go, you're gonna hear me say this a lot. I don't give a fuck who in the office. My fam, I I care about my fucking family. Like Floyd Mayweather said, I don't care who it, who there. I got mouths to feed, and I'm gonna feed them. Exactly. No
1: matter what. No matter what. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So those conversations will definitely be had. And and you know what? Whether it happens on screen or not, we're going to meet. We're probably going to meet in the next three months, if not in January. And, and I realize that we've been doing this show as if we're the best of friends that have known each other for so many years, and we hang out regularly. But the truth is we've never met. It's been almost 18 months. So, yeah, yeah, we got to remedy that. And, and make it part of the show, of course. And then at the, at the very least, I'm looking forward to that because that's going to take the show to a whole new direction as well.
0: Right.
2: So with that being said, man, let me go ahead and get my family started for our holidays. Man, got to get everything. Oh, man. I got a whole week off,
0: mm-hmm.
2: but it's going to feel like work. It's gonna be good work though, man. I want, I want everything good. Exactly. I need a lot of bigger jackets because these jackets I got just don't fucking cut it.
1: Oh snap! That's a good problem. I like that.
2: They don't cut. It. It's getting colder out here, man. It's supposed to be twelve. You know, I'm I'm, I'm
1: a Florida boy. I'm not. Oh, 12. that's right. You're in the real world now. <laughs> you got <laughs> seasons, brother. You got, you got it's season. like some Game of Thrones hey, shit.
2: does have seasons. We just skipped the bad
1: ones. <laughs> I like just that. I forget about that. So, uh, what's the temperature of where you
2: are? Uh, I'm in Atlanta, Georgia, right now. Um, right now, it's un- it's still cold to me. Okay, don't don't laugh when I uh, when you it. know
1: I am gonna laugh. Let's go.
2: You know it's cold. It's freezing. It's forty two
1: degrees. Oh, never mind. That's legitimate. That's legitimate.
2: That's legit cold,
1: right? Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, I love 42-degree weather. I love 50-degree weather, 60-degree I think of uh, baseball and I think of football weather, uh, up north football weather. I don't know what it's like down south. Um, yeah, the two-a-days in, in New York are different than the two-a-days in, in the south.
2: Yes, up, up north, I'm not even going to lie to you, if you take a Florida team up north and let them play in the cold, it's going to be a tough game for us. <laughs> I believe it, I believe it. If you take an up north t- team and let them play in that humidity in, in Miami, they're not going to make it to the fourth quarter. <laughs> cramps
1: and, and I believe it. That's and I understand it. Was, I'm still going to laugh at y'all. The, water,
2: the sun will suck all the water out of you. Because, you know, yeah. it will suck, that's, all, that's all heat cramps are, is when uh, it's so hot, your body cools itself off by, you know, producing liquid, sweating. And then it's cooling itself off. It's like an engine. You know, your legs and stuff is like an engine and everything go to cramping. Even when LeBron James came down here, he, he was having issues with cramping when he played in the Miami Heat for the Miami mm-hmm. Heat. Because that Miami Heat, no matter how,
1: yeah, you no matter
2: what, I don't care if you put it on 61 degrees. And if it's 90 degrees outside,
1: it's going to Oh, snap, brother. You are cutting out. But uh, I can understand. Oh, it. And okay. it's the same going back and forth. So me going in the South, I was almost going to move to the South. And I realized the weather is too much for me. But 42 is legitimately cold. I'm going to laugh at you, but not as much as I would if you said something like 60. Oh, man. six sixty is
2: cold to me. I'm wearing a jacket. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> I'm wearing a jacket. I'm long-sleeving
1: it up. I wear a jacket because I want to look cool as opposed to what I actually need it. And so, my oh, thing okay. is, I don't put a I jacket did. on until about, yeah, like you said, 40, 50 degree weather. I do want a peacoat,
2: though. I do want a peacoat. I want the... Yo, want the that's coat. one of the
1: best things. Weather styling yeah. is fun.
2: Yeah, I want, I, want to, I want to style this shit up. I want to look like a motherfucking... Uh,
1: what's the guy? on um American Gangster. I was just about to say Frank Lucas, and I was going to think, Jay-Z when to the American <laughs> Gangsters album. Absolutely. It's a good look. It's a good look
2: from now on (laughs) nobody talk to me
0: directly
1: (laughs) there you go you see New York is good for something so hey well I'm definitely going to see you before the new year we're going to talk more well before that but this is technically our last episode of the year uh, I gotta say happy new year to the listener we appreciate you being with us what has it been Eighteen weeks so far. We got fifty-two more weeks to go next year. Thank you for
0: joining us. All right. Peace out, man. Merry Christmas.